0: News, International Sports and Entertainment News, Radio on GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to The Midday News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, deal won't affect LEAP and other social protection programs, says Oforiata. In the Upper East region, we are working to fix power challenges. In Garu, says VRA Netco dumping site to be turned to recreational center says cecilia dapa and police hospital mock stains and lab shuts down this business spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulleting. the news will be read by awin temi Akansuko. now let's settle for the details finance minister ken of oriata has emphasized the government's commitment to prioritize the well-being of the vulnerable segment of society. Addressing a joint press conference between the Government of Ghana and the International Monochi Fund Thursday on the country's $3 billion bailout package, Mr Oforiata said, would ensure that we protect the vulnerable. To demonstrate this commitment, the government has taken specific measures to strengthen social protection programs and allocate additional resources to key initiatives. One notable development highlighted by the finance minister is an increased resource envelope for the school feeding program. In addition to the school feeding program, the government plans to double the livelihood empowerment against poverty LEAP program. LEAP provides direct cash transfers to the poorest households in Ghana, assisting them in meeting their basic needs and improving their livelihoods. The finance minister reiterated that the government's commitment to protecting the vulnerable is unwavering and emphasized that there is no cause for alarm. He said President Naneide Dankwa Ekofuado has made it clear that the protection of vulnerable groups will not be compromised. Steven Rodet, the IMF mission chief for Ghana, acknowledged the significance of social protection programs in the country's economic framework. Rudet highlighted that ensuring the creation and strengthening of such initiatives is a key objective of the IMF collaboration. Now, the management of VRA Netco in the Upper East region says it is diligently working towards resolving the power supply challenges in some parts of Garu district. Following a severe rainstorm that damaged approximately 31 electric poles in the area, communities such as Akora. Um, Yokoti and Pipira have experienced prolonged power outages expressing their concerns the local youth have con- demanded an immediate solution to this problem as they say it adversely affects their livelihood however Ishmael Ben Kofi the VRA Netco area engineer, in a news interview, assured that despite the extensive damage caused by the rainstorm to their network, their team is working tirelessly to restore electricity supply to the affected communities by the end of this week. He acknowledged the unfortunate delay in restoring power promptly due to the extensive damage and material required. However, the team, he said, is determined to resolve the issue by the end of the week. One of the approximately 613 damaged high-tension poles, 23 have already been restored and they have dispatched steel poles to repair the remaining nine damaged ones. Engineer Coffee appealed to the affected communities for patients while VRA works diligently to restore power supply, assuring them that the company will continue exploring innovative opportunities to reduce such failures in the future. Furthermore, he expressed concerns over the impact of the ongoing Boko ethnic crisis on the company's operations in the area. He said contractors are currently hesitant to enter Boko to address specific electricity supply challenges. Now, and the Minister of Sanitation and Water Resources, Cecilia Abinadapa, has said the ministry is collaborating with stakeholders to ensure that dumping sites that have been left for several years unattended to are properly re-engineered and developed into recreational centers to promote tourism. Citing the 20-year-old heaps of refuse at the Kole Dudo site, Old Fadama, she said the heap of refuse at the site would be re-engineered. Mrs. Dapa indicated that the mandate of the Ministry under the Greater Accra Resilience Integrated Development GARID, project was to clear unnecessary and illegal heaps of refuse that had the potential of being washed into the Odor River. She made this known at Old Fadama as part of her familiarization tour of the area. Old Fadama has a population of about 152,000 made up of mainly scrap dealers, mechanics, Kaya food vendors, and street hawkers. As part of the tour, she visited the Medina Market and the Ofanko Railway dump site among several others. Mrs. Dapari treated that as part of the supports provided by the ministry, heaps of refuse in towns and cities that used to be the phenomenon were no more. Moving to other stories, the police hospital morgue is thinking like a siwa compelling the hospital's laboratory to shut down. The stench from the morgue engulfs the laboratory and reaches other units of the facility. A source at the hospital attributed the situation to a large number of unidentified bodies at the morgue and some fridges broken down. The source said the situation had persisted for about a month. The GNA and other clients who visited the lab Wednesday morning were turned away by officers. The officer said the lab was shut down because the offensive odor from the moth was not good for the staff and patients. He said he was not sure when the situation will be addressed. The GNA observed that clients who were aware of the situation were in nose masks. Those unaware buried their noses in their palm as they rushed out of the space. Madame Stella Kumoju, an environmental health analyst, said the discomfort created for patients and staff of the hospital was unacceptable and may trigger some allergic reaction. She said the situation could also lead to grievous housefly infestation. She said the fluid draining from the decomposed corpses may contain chemicals such as formalin, which if not sanitarily disposed of, may predispose people who came into contact with the chemical to health challenges like cancer. Madame Comedro said the fluid containing chemicals may also pollute the soil and end up in water bodies after a downpour. She advised the hospital to contact the Environmental Health Office, processes leading to mass burial of the corpses, Mr. Douglas N.A. Tego, Greater Accra Regional Environmental Health Director, told the media that his office was going to instruct the hospital to decongest the fridges immediately, disinfect and deodorise the unit. Now in business this afternoon, Ghana's International Monetary Fund (IMF) program would among other things revise the bank of ghana's act in a bid to strengthen the central bank's independence and mitigate fiscal dominance the amendment to the bank of ghana Act would feature a stricter limit for monetary financing mechanisms to monitor and enforce compliance and a clear definition of emergency situations under which the limits can be temporarily lifted pending legislative changes as part of the prior actions required by the IMF before Ghana got the deal, the Bank of Ghana and the Ministry of Finance signed a memorandum of understanding to eliminate monetary financing during the program. An ongoing updated safeguards assessment will provide additional support for designing changes to the bank of ghana Act, it will review the authorities gold purchase and gold for oil program and associated risk for the bank of ghana the bank of ghana balance sheet is also expected to be affected by the debt restructuring a report on the country's program issued by the imf said the government and the bank of ghana would assess the impacts and develop plans its recapitalization would fund technical assistance support. In sports, President of the Ghana Boxing Authority, GBA, Abraham Nikwe, says Britain based Ghanaian sensation Seth Jima has decided to naturalize for the UK. The GBA boss says Seth, also known as Freezy McBone, has initially planned to fight under Ghana's name. The professional boxer first sports the country's attention in April following his victory over Dal Sharp at the Copper Boxing Arena in London. The 33-year-old fought in an undercard bout in the Joe Joyce versus Zeng main event over the weekend as he defeated his opponents through a unanimous decision by the judges. It was only his second professional fight since leaving Ghana for the United Kingdom. This feat caused many Ghanaians to harbor the idea of him joining the Ghana team on the international front. But the association says prior to his recent bout, Frizi applied for a GBA license, which would have made him a Ghanaian boxer. However, he switched to a UK license to compete as a British in the lead-up to his down-sharp face-off. Nikwe in an interview, said we sent him a message and he can confirm it. He came for our license, but when it was time to get a release letter from us, he changed his mind and decided to fight as a UK national. In showbiz, Kummerwood actress Chewa has delighted her fans by releasing a new skit on her YouTube channel just two weeks after returning from the US. In the opening scene of the skit, she joyfully sang praises to God, holding her Holy Bible in one hand while using the other to make expressive gestures in the air. The humor kicked in when a lady passed by and offered words of encouragement, commending Chewa for her devotion to the gospel. The lady said street preachers like her inspire others to love God and even gave her an offering. After the lady walked away, Chewa playfully urged everyone not to judge her, knowing very well that passerby might criticize her choice of a mini dress and boots, which is a deviation from the traditional attire of Ghanaian preachers. Towards the end of the skit, Chewa encountered two young men who humorously mocked her dress and pointed out that it didn't align with the teachings of the Bible she carried. This led to a comical altercation between the two parties, sparking laughter and amusement among viewers in the comment section. Prior to the local movie industry taking a nosedive, Chewa was one of the top actresses in that space, featuring in many movies. She traveled to live and work in the United States for a while when the industry stopped thriving. But from her utterances, living abroad and surviving on menial jobs has not helped her largely due to the fact that she couldn't access better opportunities with her low education. It appears that Chewa, who is now back to settle in Ghana, is looking to cash in on the new trend of skit-making, which is now fetching many people money they may not have made from regular acting. And that's how we draw curtains on the midday news here on Ghana Talks Radio. Do well to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com. For more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum, and I say thanks so much for making time. Do have a good afternoon. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Yeah. More. Cool. More. More Ghana, Talks Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. Ghana Talks.